What's up, everybody? My name is Danielle Kogan, and I am your favorite artistic director of your favorite New York City startup production company, coming at you live today with a new episode of Under Pressure, where we take you behind the scenes or backstage, as you may have it, to show you what it's like to run a company today and what it's like to be in the arts. Why is it a secret? It shouldn't be. Today, my very special guest is Marielle Tepper, a Staten Island-based visual artist who works in a bunch of mediums. Say hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Okay, Marielle, you are very so generously gifting one randomly uh, selected, I guess, donor to our fundraiser. What? This fall. Yes, I am gifting a customized block print portrait of um, the, the person who is selected. And we, I'm really excited to work on it. Um, printmaking is really um, striking and visually uh, compelling. And there's so many possibilities. So I really look forward to making it. I'm really interested to see if it's going to end up being a pet. Do you know what I mean? Like, watch it be like someone's dog. Like, I mean, it'd be really cool to see it as someone's face, but like knowing Staten Island, I'm like, but what if someone did it of their dog? Yes. In which case, I will try my best because animals are not my strong suit, but I will <laughs> fit my best shot. All right. Um, for those of you who don't know Marielle, she has been exhibited before, which is a fact I learned today that actually it's, it's happened at a governor's office and a museum. She's a recently graduated FIT um, and she survived the pandemic committed to being an artist. So how are you feeling about the arts industry starting up again? Yeah, you know, it's been interesting in the past few weeks, I've been invited to gallery openings and, you know, receptions for art shows. And those really did not happen at all during the pandemic. Um, and it was rough because they're social gatherings. You know, you look at art, but you really meet people and you get to network with artists and gallerists. So I'm really excited that those are starting to get back on track again. Yay. What drew you to art in the first place? I remember you being into art quite literally for the longest time. I think we, no, we did go to Petridis together. I'm not hallucinating. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you were always doodling. What, what drew you to, to visual arts as like a, as a career? Yeah, so my mom first sparked my interest as a child. She would be giving me books of works in the MoMA, works in the Met. Um, and I just loved looking at all the paintings. And I realized, you know, there's something so powerful about art and it just mm. speaks beyond words. It just connects with your emotions in a really powerful way. And I, I was like, I really want to do that. Um, so in middle school, I actually started, I always grew for fun, but I started taking classes at Art Lab in Staten Island. Got to shout them out. I um, didn't even know there was an Art Lab in Staten Island. That's so yeah. cool. Snug Harbor, it's a great program. And they taught me a lot of basics. And then they sent me to, I got into LaGuardia for art and really got to hone my skills and then got my BFA. So I'm on, on my path, still learning, but yeah. Yeah, we love, we love to be an emerging artist and we're gonna be emerging probably till we're in our like 70s, maybe 80s. For sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but that being said, what, I guess, so if that was the most helpful resource, you sort of draw me to my next question automatically. What are the most helpful resources that helped you get where you are today? Or another way, I guess, if, if you already feel you've answered this question is, 
is there anything you're you're reading or studying at the moment that's that's becoming a helpful resource? Yeah, so I I've been buying so many art books lately. I just got two Edward Hopper books, um, some books of really great German artists, and um, you know like Max Beckman and uh, you know really you know modern artists that were really ahead of their time. And so that's a really important resource for me to study my craft. And I really analyze all their works and read about their process. And that gives me a lot of inspiration every day. You're so, you're so like educated on so many new artists in the field. I feel like I only know like the classic eras, but I mean, I'm a fan of impressionism. So that's, that's me. Well, do yeah. you have a favorite era? Yes, um, my personal favorite is called German Expressionism. It was in, you know, the like 19th. Tim Burton, like Tim Burtony. He was very inspired by German Expressionism. So it's cool that you mentioned that. Um, German Expressionism was a movement in the late 1910s, 1920s, even early 1930s in Germany. Um, it was a very sort of countercultural movement. Um, the artists were all about expressing emotion and making an impact in a way mm -hmm. that wasn't the most realistic. Yeah. Uh, and they were, they were political as well. They were, you know, they were decried um, by the, you know, the Nazi regime. And so right. the power of their work really comes through even today. It's timeless. Very cool. I did not know that. I mean, I don't know a lot of things about visual art. I do know, however, that arts as a field has a lot of misconceptions, lots of stereotypes, especially when it comes to visual art, actually. Um, so if you could talk to the common man and the common man in every language would understand you, what's one myth or misconception that you would debunk completely? About art? About art, about yourself as an artist, could be either one. I think a big misconception people have is that um, and this applies to all art forms, that talent and skill is something that you're born with and, rather than something that you train and learn. Um, because even the greatest artists that we consider prodigies like Picasso, he was making groundbreaking, uh, beautifully technical work at a really young age, but he had teachers, he had his dad, he went to art school. Um, most great artists, uh, even great actors, they studied their craft. It yeah. doesn't come out of nowhere. And it's really about the, the work you put into it to become great, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's definitely, oof, we could, we could probably bring you back and have a whole conversation about, about how art, art is a skill as much as it is a talent. Um, but that's a good one. I think you're the first of our contributing artists to sort of like, touch on that as on art as a whole field our, our, there's a makeup artist Jasmine Yin who actually said the same thing that like everybody can do makeup but not everybody can be a makeup artist and like she's not wrong and neither are you um so that being said I don't know art art really is a diverse field right I I feel like maybe what most people know it as and correct me if I'm wrong but is as this like very like quiet experience you walk around a museum typically that's how you know of a visual art and like sometimes you take instagrammy photos and like pop-up shops but it's a lot more than that so what in your experience so far as an emerging artist has been 
the most unexpected or most interesting experience, maybe a funny experience with a gallery that you may have had. I'd love to hear about it. Wow, yeah. One thing about artists is that they are unpredictable. Um, and you might meet someone and you might not understand their work at first, but once they start talking about it, you can really start to understand the way they, their mind works and the way they see the world. Because okay. that's a large part of what art is about, at least for me, you know, each artist, yeah. it's the way they see the world. Um, gotcha. It's completely, it's completely unique. And, you know, something it, that's fun is like, even the people who curate shows, even people mm -hmm. who work in galleries, you might not think at first that they might, you know, have the creativity, as well, you know, with yeah, artists. but they do. But of course, they, they do, do because they're yeah, curating all the shows. Of course, curating yeah. is its own creative skill, and um, I think we should we should honor that. But yeah, go if you want a cool experience, just go to any art opening and just start talking to people as many as you can, and you're gonna learn a lot. Okay, you heard it here first. If you want to meet artistic people with interesting experiences, go to where they are opening their shows. Yeah. Groundbreaking developments. Um, Marielle, for those people so moved by the work that you are sharing for us to feature on our platforms and our website, um, for those people so moved that they want a piece of their own, where do they go? How do they reach you? What is the number one way to get into your inbox? Yeah, so DMs on Instagram, I always check them. That's definitely the fastest way to me to reach me. If you'd like a commission or I have a question about one of my works, if you'd like to purchase it, um, definitely DM is the way to go. Okay. Um, and for those of you that don't know where to DM, uh, the Pressure Players is following and you can find her through us. But you can also just type in Mariel, M-A-R-I-E-L dot, T-E-P-P-E-R. It's got a nice ring to it. Marielle.tepper. That's the gram. That's where you send that DM. Uh, Marielle, is there anything else on your mind? Perhaps, I think, I think the interesting thing for me, I'm still a little confused about this. You say you work figuratively, and I'm just not sure what that means. If I could ask you that as a parting question, and then I will let us both hop back to our dinner tables. Um, what does it mean? What does it mean to work figuratively? Yeah, so figurative art is uh, most generally described as art that clearly contains figures, people. Mm. Um, it could also include animals. Um, I believe the, the definition has broadened even landscapes. It's like anything oh. recognizable. Um, anything with shapes. Yeah, as opposed to abstract. Abstract mm -hmm. would be where you can't recognize any figures or any distinct um, uh, things. Abstract is about the visual component without, you know, the narrative element, you know, no people. That's so interesting. Actually, that's so interesting because I didn't know that that was the word for that in English, but I know that there's a word like this in Russian. It's I learned something new every day with Under Pressure. I really do. Um, okay, Mariel, thank you so much for joining us. I cannot wait to see the incredible piece that comes from this fundraiser. Uh, for those of you interested, we are 
fundraising, not just for ourselves, not just for the pressure players, but also for the Wounded Warriors. Don't forget that the link is on our website and we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you.